Hello, this is Fight Back, a podcast by the Healthcare Consumer Rights Foundation. I'm Steve Poisner, healthcare consumer advocate, founder, and executive director. Our nonprofit's mission is to help you navigate the complex healthcare system and understand your legal rights, options, and opportunities when you encounter problems and obstacles. We want to empower you with the information you need to fight back and get the best possible care. Our special guests, experts in their field of healthcare and medicine, provide you with an informative, interesting, and life-changing education on a variety of healthcare topics important to you and your loved ones. In our new Fight Back mini-cast series, we take you through the highlights and great educational information from our most popular podcast topics in our very large library. Let's get started. Let's start off and help our listeners understand the differences between holiday blues and more serious mental health issues. Okay, great. And again, it's great for, to be here with you today. You know, as we all know, there, there are many people who are especially happy around the holiday season, but there are a number of people who experience uncomfortable feelings, like they're tired, they feel stressed or irritable, they feel sad. These things kind of come around them, you know, like in November at Thanksgiving, stay with them throughout the holiday, Christmas, Hanukkah, so forth. And they, they just have more trouble d- doing everyday activities. Uh, and they just aren't, aren't they lose interest in things and they're just not happy. And uh, I read that, you know, there's one survey by the American Psychological Association that 38% of the people surveyed said that their stress level increases during the holiday season. And these stressors, uh, you know, which include lack of time, lack of enough money, the commercial aspects of the holidays, the pressure of gift giving and family gatherings, just kind of like puts a lot of pressure on people. It's just uh, it's supposed to be a happy time of the year. Instead, it's a very, very stressful time um, for, for people. So when January rolls around, if you have this temporary you know, holiday blues issue, it, it, does it tend to go away pretty quickly? It, you know, th- this is definitely not a, a, a formal diagnosis, a formal uh, m- mental health psychiatric type disorder. And it does seem to go away once the pressures and people get back to their everyday routines. I kind of, it's kind of a bad joke, but uh, the only thing that creates uh, additional stress in January is when people get the bills for the, all the gifts that they probably couldn't afford to give and put on their credit cards. But to answer your question more directly, yes, when uh, uh, unlike regular de- unlike regular depression, uh, things seem to dissipate and things seem to kind of go back to the person's normal state in early January. You know, there's you know stand-up comedians out there that that like to make jokes about the the once a year family you know Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner or Hanukkah dinner, and they they see their aunts and uncles and cousins you know just just you know one time, and and they bring up you know these crazy difficult issues to talk about. You know that's that's that goes on that's been going on for ever. But now, you know, the country is so divided and there are certain topics that just create such tension and division 
you know, amongst family and friends and others. Any advice for some of our listeners, if they're at a family event and one of these difficult, divisive topics comes up, any suggestions on how to how to navigate away from from you know getting into unnecessary arguments at a, during the holidays? Well, it's it's rare, but if one's with their probably immediate family, either they're all maybe share similar political uh, views or. Or they know each other so well, they say, oh, he's he's of this party or he's of that party, and we just tolerate him because we love him anyway. But as you're saying, when you have the difficult uncle who kind of hammers on a political issue, oh, he's your president. No, he's, you know, you know my, my, because I've had to deal with it within my own extended family, I, you can't win. So the best way to do it is to not engage that person other than, um, you know, pleasantries. And if they don't want to engage in, in non-political issues, then really have to walk away. But to, to start, it really becomes a verbal battle because, because it escalates and escalates. And if people might be drinking on top of it, it just, it, and it's a shame for the people who are hosting the a family event to see this gone. Holidays, if I can add, holidays are not the time, uh, if we brought them from politics, are not the time to resolve issues of extended family members. Because some of them will say, oh, I don't see you that often. I want to talk to you about when you you uh, you know were not nice to me. And remember that incident. It's not the time. So somebody has to be the grown-up in the room and just say, it is not the time. We can get together some someplace else and talk on another day. You know, a holiday is supposed to be fun and enjoyable, and some holidays people feel are for the children, and it's not the time to be having these heavy, uh, laden issues. So it, your advice is... Be be on the lookout to how to de-escalate. I mean, this is supposed to be a joyous time, right? And so, your advice is focus on ways to not get into in, I mean, to big arguments, even though be on the lookout for, especially now in this kind of current day and age, you know, arguments are easy to get into. Exactly, and 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 then the family, the immediate family, has to decide especially in the era of COVID, do I want to subject myself to Uncle Louie or, you know, Aunt Sally, who's just going to berate me because she doesn't agree with some certain positions I've taken? Maybe I don't want to be there in the first place. Because part of, part of um, dealing with to prevent some of the holiday blues is to stand up for oneself and say, I may, I may pass on going to that event this year. So what are some of your other suggestions on how to cope, you know, with, with holiday blues, you know, you know, stay off the social nets. But as you were saying, you know, some of the things that one, I would encourage people to do to better cope is one is absolutely not drink excessively. I mean, this is like, because people go to parties and they, they feel they have the excuse to, you know, they may hardly drink all year and then they drink a lot. 
and and that that creates problems. You know, the other the other thing is to keep patterns, your daily patterns, as routine as possible. Important to get enough sleep. Uh, to avoid overeating uh, and, and exercise is critically important, uh, not just for the physical well-being. It's also uh, to exercise even a small amount, so many times a week, even a good walk. I, I always say uh, exercise is a natural antidepressant. So for for holiday blues, exercising is just a great thing. I want to thank you for listening to today's Fight Back minicast. You can listen to the full podcast on this topic or check out additional podcasts by going to our website at www.healthcareconsumerrights.org. We also welcome your input and stories that we can use on future podcasts. This is Steve Poisner, and this is Fight Back, a podcast by the Healthcare Consumer Rights Foundation. Thanks for listening. I look forward to our next podcast. Talk with you soon.